let y'all know right now, ladies, uh, I am with you. I think it's your body, your choice. I agree with you on that. 100%. I agree with you when you say that men should have no say in the decisions you make with your bodies. Those are your decisions to make and yours alone. And I feel that way because uh, at the end of the day, when we all go up to heaven and God's like, why are we all killing babies? We're going to be like, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were very clear whose decision this was, God. Uh, <laughs> looks like you need to pay for your sins, babe. <laughs> Even though I paid for your sins. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Chivalry ain't dead to that baby, as you know the rules. So that was Andrew Schultz. Very funny comedian. It's weird. It's occurred to me recently that the very funny comedians, and this is actually, so Andrew Schultz was on uh, the Barry Weiss podcast called Honestly, and it was very inspirational. And it was just, was just great all around interview. I'm a fan of good interviews. I think that's my journalistic side. I like interviews. I like learning about people. But mostly I'm curious about where they began when I was playing in bands all the time and sort of idolizing other musicians. I was the most curious about where they came from, what it was like in the garage band phase that I was in, that I felt like I was always in how they reacted to all of the challenges and struggles that come with trying to basically be married to a group of three or four other guys that were all trying to have day jobs and relationships and other hobbies besides being in a band and how it really is like starting a business and trying to operate a business with a bunch of other guys that are all working for free. And that's really the challenge. Like, you know, your parents always tell you, uh, you got to get lucky. It's all about who you know. And everybody wants to be a rock star. And that's, I mean, it's, it's kind of true, but that's not really the barrier to entry. It's about getting these four or five guys to all pull in the same direction and all have a work ethic that's at least at a baseline acceptable level for everybody else in the group. Because you don't want to be in a band where you're the only guy that's working hard. You're the only guy that's out there pounding the pavement, passing out flyers, trying to sell tickets to your show. And that's how Andrew Schultz made his comedy career. He uploaded his clips to YouTube. And he didn't get his success on the back of the industry. So now he's under attack. Oh, yes. Because you can't be independent. 
It's like everything's a big mafia. I've been, I've been watching The Sopranos a lot. <laughs> so pardon the analogy. But Andrew Schultz sold his most recent special. It's called Infamous. And he was doing it with Amazon. So he did the special. Amazon bought it. And then Amazon said, in typical scumbag fashion, hey, if you don't let us edit these jokes out of your set, we're not going to publish your special. So basically, you change this, you change your art into what we want it to be or no one's going to see it. And they owned it. So he couldn't say, okay, well, fine, don't, you know, don't publish it. I'll go publish it somewhere else. No, he actually had to buy it back. And he did. And it came out 10 days ago. And this is how the game works. This is why not everybody gets to be a movie star. This is why not everybody gets to be a rock star or a rap star. Because if you don't agree to play ball with whatever scumbag is above you pulling the strings, well, then they'll say some shit like, well, we're, not, we're just not going to publish your special then. Tough shit. You do what we say or we're going to crush you. We're going to take your livelihood away. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like anything else that's been going on in the world within the last couple of years? If you don't do what we say, we'll take away your ability to earn. How's that working out for him? <laughs> See, Andrew Schultz is inspirational because he said, okay, that sucks, but I'm going to buy my special back from you now and promote it myself. So he's been on the interview tour. And I'm looking forward to listening to his uh, show with Joe Rogan today. I mean, it didn't come out today, but you know what I'm saying. See, it's not enough for these giant corporations to just make money because they already have all the money. They don't care about, I mean, some... Some people do along the line, but somewhere in the chain is this person. I mean, maybe it's Jeff Bezos who says, nah, I'm not, I don't get the thrill from the big paychecks anymore. Now I, I need to dominate people. I need to hurt people. Because that's what it is. Maybe it's a little bit dramatic, but put yourself in that position. Andrew Schultz is riding high. He's got his new special. He's partnered with Amazon. It's coming out. It's going to be huge. And then Amazon says, hey, no, we need you to do this and that. Whoops. Big mistake. Now they don't get a piece of that pie. And imagine the risk that he had to take. 
Imagine how scary that was to be like, oh, no, I got to, I mean, it's claimed and it's kind of, it's become this clickbaity headline that he spent his entire life savings to buy this special back. And he said on the interview that it was just an exaggeration. Because, I mean, that would be a bad business decision, right? Blow out all of your money to try to buy the special back without knowing how well it was going to do. I mean, Andrew Schultz, I'm surprised that not everybody knows about Andrew Schultz, but that was kind of the point that he was making with the, in this, in this content creator culture. There will be a lot of famous people. They just won't be as famous. Everybody knows who Tom Cruise is. Everybody knows who Brad Pitt is. But does everybody know who Louis C.K. is? Does everybody know who Bill Burr is? A lot of people know about Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is probably my first exposure to stand-up comedy. I always loved the black comedians. I don't know. I mean, something about their mannerisms, their excitement on stage, their their tempo, their cadence. I love it. And I think because I watch so many black comedians, I think YouTube thinks I'm black, which I mean, I'm fine with that. I can't figure it out, really. It's definitely an algorithm thing. But man, since I started watching Dave Chappelle, it's all the recommendations. It's Snoop Dogg and Jamie Foxx. <laughs> and I mean, no, no complaints. I just think it's kind of funny. I'm glad for it. But regardless of how you feel about the movement itself, this is why Me Too was so important. Because it exposed these scumbag executives for what they are which is some some kind of sick mentally twisted individuals like Harvey Weinstein that say yeah a lot of girls could uh could act in this role but what are you going to do for me to make me pick you? Stand over there and watch me jerk off into this potted plant. Etc. So why is it only a big deal when it's sexual? Why isn't... I mean, the reason this Andrew Schultz story is... As big as it is, aside from the fact that he's going, I mean, it's pretty great, actually. He's on this, you know, just call it radio tour, for lack of a better term, to promote his special while he's also telling this story about how Amazon tried to silence him. They said... Take these jokes out of your set or this material is gone to the public. It's pretty remarkable, actually, that they let him buy it back because they didn't have to do that. 
I think they realized that he wasn't going to budge. They had invested this money. He said it could be up to a half a million dollars just to record a special. And I thought, that's why this podcast is audio only. (laughs) For real though, cameras are expensive. And the nicer the camera, the more expensive it is. And then you got to have like probably what, four or five of them at least. And then you got to have the people that know how to do it. Cut it all together. That's why they call it a production. Because it's no joke. So I would assume Amazon fronts all of the money for this production, realizes Andrew Schultz isn't going to budge on these edits that they want him to make, and they think, well, better that we recoup our costs than silence Andrew Schultz. But we almost had him. And it's heartening to me because it's evidence that this cabal of corrupt globalist scumbags is losing its grip. And I feel like that's part of the reason why the news is so boring. Because they're in disarray. They're disorganized. They're not all pushing in the same direction. Did they screw it up? Or is it all just a smokescreen? The efforts to irritate us to the point of violence are still there because the biggest story out this morning now is that the DOJ has a criminal investigation into Donald Trump, to which I say, yeah, like since 2016, right? I mean, still? I mean, there was... They have been trying to take this guy down using your money for for the last 6 years. How much was that how much was that Mueller investigation? Millions and millions of dollars. How much was the Mueller investigation? Sometimes I type faster than I can think about spelling especially at this hour, 32 million, $32 million. And they're still at it. They're still going with this January 6th committee. I think Donald Trump needs to announce that he's running and put them in the same position that he was in when He was asking Ukraine to investigate Joe Biden or at least give give us the dirt on what Joe Biden was doing in Ukraine. Because remember, that was their that was their entire angle on the impeachment effort. He asked Ukraine to investigate his political opponent, even though it was before Joe Biden announced that he was going to run for president. They still made a big deal out of it. So why wouldn't Donald Trump now? And by by the way, where was the DOJ's investigation into Biden at that time? Oh, no, they weren't. They they weren't interested 
They weren't interested in what Biden was doing. Why? Because Biden was part of Well, I shouldn't say that Biden was part of the plan, although maybe he was at that time. But Trump definitely was not part of the plan. And that's why he's been relentlessly attacked for the past seven years. It all started with Donald Trump is a racist. And I thought, what? He is? I need to look into this. And now here I am. Because nobody thought that Donald Trump was a racist before it looked like he might be the next president. Before it looked like maybe he was Hillary Clinton's number one competition. And she thinks she wants to run again in 2024. God save us. But according to this Rasmussen poll, uh, voters say no. That's the Washington Examiner headline. Voters say no to 2024 retreads, especially Hillary Clinton. Presidential voters are showing an eagerness to junk old slates of candidates and entertain a new cast of hopefuls, opening the door to fresh faces eyeing the 2024 race, including Governor Ron DeSantis and Glenn Youngkin, the governor of Virginia, and Rep. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's the weirdest politician I have ever seen. And granted, I haven't been paying that close attention to politics. But boy, if there ever was a leftist puppet, it's her. She does the dumb... Have, did you see that video where she is walking away in invisible handcuffs? And then throws her fist out to the crowd like, oh, yeah, look at me sticking it to the man. What a crock. Missing in new polling is a desire for past nominees such as 2016 Democratic pick Hillary Rodham Clinton or 2012 GOP candidate Senator Mitt Romney. The latest Rasmussen Report survey out today shows that even those who almost won their party's nomination are getting the cold shoulder, including Senators Ted Cruz and Bernie Sanders. I think it's because Ted Cruz knows Trump's the one. And Bernie Sanders knows that the DNC is just going to screw him again because he probably won't play ball. He probably won't pay ball, play ball in the fashion that they want him to. I like Bernie. And I might have voted for Bernie over Trump. Because let's be honest, the, it's the, poli the politicians aren't the problem. It's the greedy corporations. Amazon's doing this to Andrew Schultz. You think they're not trying to do it to every politician that's for sale? Oh boy, they surely are. Rasmussen asked if Clinton, Romney, Cruz, or Sanders should run again. The results. Clinton, no, 69%. Romney, no, 66%. Sanders, no, 67%. And Cruz, no, 63%. The new survey comes on the heels of others showing that many voters would also like for President Joe Biden and former President Trump to exit the, nas the national stage. Rasmussen, for example, said that just 29% want Biden to run for re-election and 37% want another chance to vote for Trump. And I'm on the fence. I don't know that Trump 
will even run again. What do you think would happen if Donald Trump was arrested? There, I mean, there's no reason that they wouldn't arrest him. Aside from the political and cultural ramifications... But it stands to reason that if he doesn't run again, then he doesn't get arrested. He doesn't have to spend time in prison. Maybe he should just leave the country. I mean, the justice system is so blatantly corrupt. You must know that they would arrest him and put him in prison forever just because they can. I'll be back. Goodbye.